Nine Boys Golf Show. All about golf, from putting to driving, from hooks to whatever. Now, here's your host of the Back Nine Boys Golf Show, Rich Styles. And a good morning to you. Welcome to the show. The Back Nine Boys Golf Show is brought to you by Mizuno Golf. Reach Beyond by Club Car, the leader in sport utility and personal vehicles by RSM, proud sponsor of the RSM Classic, giving back to our community by Bridgestone Golf. Get fitted today for your Tour B ball that fits you and by the club at Sea Palms. On the show, we're going to talk with Chef Michael Parks, uh, Dustin Johnson's personal chef and the founder of the creator of OMG, a hydration powder that works. Then we'll talk with COO of Big Shots, uh, TJ Schreier, about their concept that is some locations now and is expanding to Savannah in the near future. Big Shots is a virtual golf gaming experience that provides a lot of entertainment. And then finally, we'll talk fitting and why it is so important with Mizuno's Bill Price. Uh, Bill says that he can fit anybody with three, are you ready for this, three seven-iron swings on a shot maximizer. We'll talk to him about that. But first up is Chef Michael Parks, who founded and created OMG, a fast-growing powder to put in your water to help you with hydration. Good morning, Chef Michael. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, you know, OMG is something that you've created uh, outside of working with uh, DJ and doing all the other chef things that you do. Uh, how and why did you start OMG? Well, I started it because, um, you know, there's a lot of sugar products and a lot of um, <laughs> um, sugar hydration products that a lot of my guys were using and complaining about or not using and just looking for that edge. And um, I hooked up with a, a formulator and we came together and created this OMG two minute hydration, which is, it's, 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 it's revolutionary. I think so myself, as far as hydrating you really, really fast when you're cramping, you know, whatever the case may be, and right. it just instantly works. So, so what does um, OMG do? So what does OMG do that the others don't do? Well, we have a absorption. We, we have a tech, uh, a patent pending tech where we uh, created a fast absorption without the use of sugar because sugar is actually uh, a carrier of electrolytes and everything else like that to get into your system. And with, that, with using sugar, it takes so much longer for you to start hydrating. Uh, that's why you don't feel the, the effects immediately when you're taking like right. um, all the other sports drinks or other hydration packets that's full of sugar. So we use a tech um, um, with uh, our proprietary formula that um, – that actually works as a carrier that's zero sugar, and it travels faster than than water. Actually, we have proven tests that our product gets into the system and gets into the uh, small intestines and and starts hydrating you faster than water. Just because so we we just increase the we increase the, the the ability for water to to travel through the system. And is that because there isn't sugar in it? Yeah, that's exactly right. Because okay. is it sugar when you when you're having sugar. Um, you have a, a, a hypotonic, isotonic, and hypertonic. Those are the, the different um, uh, concentrations of liquid that goes to your system. So we have the fastest one, which is hypotonic, and it, it acts like um, it, it's less concentrated because there's no sugar. Okay. So the more the more the more concentrated it is, 
the the harder it is to get through the cells and the breakdown and um, to start hydrating you and to get into your system and everything. And ours is proven to be the fastest. We have test results and everything like that. We're going to start sharing, and we're just we're just about to disrupt this whole this whole market. Yeah, I know you've disrupted a lot because you talked with a friend of mine, and uh, you and I, you and him got together, and he told you he had cramps. He was a he's a carpenter in construction. And after taking OMG, his cramps were totally gone. Yeah, immediately the first day. He actually he sent me a uh, he sent me a journal, and he was t- he was telling me he's had cramps and dealing with this for fifteen years yep. or something like that from Lyme disease, and he just couldn't shake him. He went to all the different specialists, all the different doctors, and everything like that. And just couldn't find nothing to, to, to do it. And in his journal, I remember the first day, it says, day one, cramps gone. And yeah. It was just, yeah. okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty cool, man. And not just for cramps, man, for, you know, bowel movements, for everything. I mean, being hydrated is is, is such an important factor, especially nowadays um, with all the foods and all the stuff that we're eating now. It's, it's, it's like, I, I just don't... I, it, it's it's I don't know how to explain it, man. It's it's very I, I get excited about this. Yeah, you do talk and about this, man. I love because it. it. It it's so many different things that I've seen that help athletes, um, just your regular everyday people. I've had people that's on pain medications and different medications that are t- diabetes, which are really you know we don't state into our thing, but this is just actual facts, and I have mm. actual proof that. Some of the, it's helping these people because being hydrated, your body produces everything that you need and all the medicines that, you know, all these, you know, these doctors or whoever uh, prescribe to you. But all you have to do is just be really just just be hydrated. Right. The body uh, do the work itself, you know, and that's the number one thing. Hydration is, is, the, is, is the key to I think we're saying this is what my wife says. She says hydration is like the, I think being hydrated is like the fountain of youth. Ah, and you yeah, know, it's it's pretty cool, man. I mean, I'm it's you know I've been on it for for eight months, every day, two, three, four times a day. Okay, and I went to the to my um, to my doctor to get my physical, and he's like, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing what you're doing because the last time I saw you, it, the numbers were were ridiculous. All my all my numbers and my counts were di- uh, from my blood work were just out of whack. And ever since I've been doing this, it's just been totally, totally different. Oh, that's actually, a- my doctor actually wants to come aboard as my advisor as a, on, our, our, on our advisory board, but I have like six doctors that want to because they've been testing us out with, with different things, and they're just, they, they just don't understand. Yeah. They just don't understand because it's not written in a book. Yeah. In the books, what's written is just drink water, but all water doesn't hydrate you because all water doesn't have electrolytes in it. So you can right. drink all the water you want. If, it, if it's purified or if it's something that doesn't have electrolytes in it, you're not going to get hydrated. I don't care how much you drink. Yeah, and, you know, you've, you've sent me some new flavors. How hard is it, Michael, to come up with new flavors? Man, I tell you, so <laughs> it took us about four to five months to, yeah. to, to do what we did. Because uh, I, you know, back in October, I had a, you know, I had my website up, um, and I tested the market, and everybody, you know, everybody was saying, and this is, you know, it works, man, it does this, but I just didn't like the taste. Right. And I personally didn't like the taste of my first run, um, because I just didn't like how it sat on my tongue. 
Right. What we did, we had to go back in, man, and pretty much strip every single ingredient that we have to try to figure out what what it was um, that was causing that. And what we figured out was it's just like uh, it's just hard. I, I, I don't want to go into the science of right. all that, but right. it's not easy, man. We you have to, you know, especially to create something that's that you know we could have just went on the market with that product, but that's not satisfying, you know, the feedback that we got. So we're trying to you know, uh, compliment and, 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 and all the people that, that, that supported us and that gave us the feedback, trying to make them appreciate it and for, you know, just everybody to appreciate it, you know? Right. It's, it's really good now. I, I know you tried it, and yeah, <laughs> you tell me what you thought about it well, from, the, from the first one to the second one that you got. Yeah, it's a big difference. I mean, the peach mango, the mixed berry, I really like. Um, and, the you know, the interesting thing is you expect it when you add it to the water, to change color and, and, and yeah. have a color and it doesn't, and it kind of throws you off a little bit. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's the number one thing that we changed is we stripped the natural coloring out um, right. on some of them and we just made them all clean and clear because you know, it's, it's a cleaning, it's a clean product, right? All natural, all it's all organic. See, look, man, <laughs> what we did is something very special that we're about to introduce to the, introduce um i'm actually going to um, launch my website um next week we're going to start taking pre-orders which we pretty much got half of our first production run sold so wow. when i launch guys it, i say jump on it and, and go ahead and get your pre-order and in march we'll be uh sending those orders out into the market of everybody who pre-ordered and yeah so yeah that's, well that's where we're at man. well give us the website it's omg www.omghydration.com www.omghydration.com All right. Yeah. All right, let me change the subject a little bit. Uh, yes, DJ, sir. when's the last time you talked to DJ? Uh, about a month and a half ago or so. How's he doing? He's doing good, man. Um, you know, actually, I'm, I... Uh, I I brought another chef in, the, one of my guys in, to, uh, to actually uh, take over for me because I'm getting really busy with this. Right. Um, with my with my with my product, and me and DJ came to a, a you know a understanding, and he understands what I have to do. I have to run a company and everything like that, and I can't focus on him right. anymore like I used to. Um, you know, I, I'd go everywhere with him, but he's doing okay, man. I think um, you know, I know he got. Um, he he um he had to withdraw from the from the Saudi Invitational over there over the past week, and um, I think he just needs to get some good conditioning, get 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 in, get back in the gym with Joey, and um, I think he'll be fine because he got that long break. You know, he just he was just tired. Yeah. After the last after the last season. Yeah. You know, the older you get, the t you know you know your body wears on you, man. You know. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think some good conditioning. He, he, he should have a really good year. So, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He, he's got longer breaks than he had before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a good thing for some of those guys. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, you know, repetition and, 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 you know, it's just like being on the course and you got a, a really, really, really slow group in front of you. You know, you just like, you know, you, you get out of you get out of your swing. Right, you know? you, right. You get out of rhythm. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, the rhythm. Well, yep. we, yep. And if you're not practicing 24 seven and when you have those breaks, then, yep. you know, you know, your, your plate shows. Yeah, you're exactly right. Well, uh, Hey, thanks for being with us. Thanks for sharing some of the new products. Uh, good luck on this. And, uh, I'm sure we'll talk again. 
Uh, Chef Michael, always great to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Rich. Y'all have a good day. All right, man. God bless. Appreciate what he does and what he does for hydration. And it is www.omghydration.com. Next up is TJ Schreier of Big Shots. If you haven't heard about it, it's coming to Savannah. And we'll talk about some of the other locations. But if you're looking for new clubs, you might want to try out the new Mizuno's 925s. They will improve your game. I saw them at the PGA show last week. They are really good looking, and they will help your game. Also, the driver, the fairway medals, the hybrids, I think, are great. And you're on your way to your game improvement. Try the new models of their putters and check out everything at MizunoGolf.com, including their new stand bags. That's MizunoGolf.com. Mizuno Golf. Reach beyond. This is Tim Fenshaw, past commissioner of the PGA Tour with the Back Nine Boys Golf Show. And welcome back. I'm Rich Stiles. Big Shots is a virtual golf gaming decision or experience. <laughs> Here to tell us more about it is their COO, T.J. Shire. Good morning, T.J. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Hey, Rich. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. It is always a pleasure. I know that there's a lot going on, but our audience may not be familiar. But tell us about Big Shots. Certainly. Um, Big Shots Golf is the second largest golf entertainment company out there. We all know who number one is. Um, we've got seven locations currently. We've got a couple in Texas. We've got Florida, Springfield, Missouri, St. George, Utah, and one in the UK, and getting ready to embark on a new prototype and uh, really reinventing the space. And Pooler, Georgia is one of those locations that's okay. uh, soon to be under construction. Right, right near Savannah. That's, uh, that's right in our listening Correct. area. So if you're if you're hearing both of our voices, it's coming to you soon. So uh, do you know when that's going to open? Um, we're still working through the permitting process right okay. now, but uh, my best guess is early 24. Awesome. All right. So big shot in your website. It's a, it's a mindset. Explain that. Well, really our tagline is here. Everyone's a big shot. And what we we're trying to do is, is make golf more inclusive, kind of democratize the game, make it easier like some of the other golf entertainment facilities here. But we really sell a feeling. We want people to just, you know, be able to, the first time they get the ball in the air, you see people pumping their fists and raising their arms and the big smiles on their faces. It, it doesn't matter how far you hit it. We just want you to enjoy golf. And we brought some other components uh, wrapped around golf and a great, killer sports bar into the facility so that people don't have to just come here and hit golf balls like a driving range. Okay. And it's rooted in golf, as you just said, and you want to try and make, as you just said, the game fun so people can enjoy it. Right. And we're, as, especially when we get to Pooler and our new generation of, of facilities that are, that we're about to embark on, we will have a typical outdoor driving range with a TrackMan driven tech technology. So for the golfer, they can get all their swing data from TrackMan app and mm. really use us as a practice facility. Uh, we're going to have an enhanced tee box experience. So if you can imagine, uh, you know, we go to these driving range uh, facilities, typically they just have that, that tee that's always too short or too tall, depending on what club you're going to hit. But right. we're going to have auto tee adjustable tee. Uh, so, you know, even somebody in a wheelchair, they, they, they are accessible because the tee's being auto teed for them. And, um, and then for the non-golfer, we'll obviously have the games, but then we're bringing in the best of what you've seen in our, in our industry transpired these days. You got a lot of putting concepts coming out there. You got a lot of indoor simulator concepts coming right, out there. Right. We're going to put all of, all of that under one roof wrapped around a killer sports bar called Anthem. 
because our tagline again everyone here everyone's a big shot but hey man every big shot has an anthem it's that walkout music it's that that feeling you get you know when your team scores a touchdown or a goal and the whole crowd's going crazy that's what we're trying to create and is that what separates you from the others that are out there i mean i know that there's a lot out there there's a lot of competition in this field um is that what separates you um, I, you know, it is. I, I have nothing but respect for everybody else. We're all trying to do the same thing. We're trying right. to bring people to the game of golf. Right. So we're all collectively working together. We have strategically decided to go into smaller markets where the big competitors not. Um, and we believe we can find these underserved markets and bring a little different angle to it. But I think where we differ, even if we were going head to head, is we're going to have the putting and the simulator components in our facilities. But we're really trying to attract the golfer as well as the non-golfer. Because okay. we're, we do per person pricing instead of per hour during the non-peak time. So when you can come into our facility and hit range balls for you know 11 bucks an hour and get track man data and not even have to bend over to tee the ball up, that's a differentiator out there versus what others are doing. Yeah, uh, especially uh, uh, bending over to uh, tee it up. Sometimes I know a lot of people get injured doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can hit more. You know, if, you, if you're there to practice, you can hit a lot more golf balls yeah. doing that. Yeah. You know? And again, when, when you're not first, you have the benefit of seeing what, what resonates with the guests, what resonates with the, with, you know, right. the people out there. Yeah. And so we've kind of really tried to cherry pick the best of the best of what we've seen others doing out there. All right, so you've got Pooler coming up. You said uh, early 2024. Uh, what are some yes, other sir. locations? You talk about smaller markets. So where could people start to be looking for them around, around the country? We are starting a very unique project in Naples, Florida, which is going to be a 12-hole okay. Nicholas-designed golf course in addition to a Big Shots. And the cool thing about this mm. facility is it's going to be, uh, we're going to have the first tee attached to our, right next to our facility. So we're literally going to be able to migrate people from a very young part of the first awesome. tee program to yeah. the turf over to the natural green grass golf, 12 holes, quicker, less time commitment. So Naples is going to be a very special project for us. Then we've got Pooler. We've got a facility getting ready to start in Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, and then we've got one in Grand Prairie, Texas, which is actually a suburb of DFW. And okay. then uh, we just signed a deal with a franchisee in Panama City Beach, Florida. So you're going you're gonna to see us growing uh, out there in some of the smaller markets very quickly. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a big hit for you guys. Uh, you guys will be big shots in those smaller markets, uh, yeah. which, which yeah, I think exactly. is cool. Yeah. So what are the costs? Because you said you can do it by per player rather than by per hour and, you know, renting a certain area. Yeah, so in our facilities right now, some of them still do the per hour. We don't have all the, the kind of the new latest and jaded, latest and greatest things that we're going to have in our prototype. But right. um, in our markets, it's around 9 to $11 a person per hour. But we, we cap it at like four people. So, you know, if, Rich, if you and I go hit golf balls right now, it's, it's 9 bucks a person. So it's $18 for us to go hit balls. Um, if there's four of us, it's $36. Right. And um, we're trying to make it a little more affordable. We're trying to make it to the point where people can come here frequently. You know, it's, it's very difficult to go by yourself at 49 bucks an hour and hit balls. It's, it's just yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but they're, they're targeting a different audience in some of these other places. So on our Saturday nights, it is, it's $49 an hour because our typical clientele is a family a group of six right. out having friends, you know, right. having fun with friends. But Again, we're trying to attract that golfer coming here frequently. We have people that come in every single day because for ten bucks, you know, ten bucks an hour, you can hit a lot of golf balls, get all the swing data in the TrackMan app, and work on your game. Yeah, uh, our food, you know, our our food's 
uh, kind of upscale sports bar. So burgers, wings, and uh, some handheld, some killer sandwiches. We do a lot of hand breaded boneless wings that are uh, amazing smash burgers. So we're, we're trying to elevate the food experience. And that's why we've actually branded the restaurant inside there. We want people to come eat. We want people to order our food from DoorDash and our, our website to come and get it to go. So mm-hmm. again, we're trying to create occasions that they will come there, not just once or twice a year, but you know, we, one time you can come and just try our, our, our putting courses. We're going to have right. uh, some replica putting holes. So if you can imagine, you know, playing uh, 18 at Pebble, but it's, it, you know, it's a, one inch per yard putting hole instead of a, uh, you know, instead of the the actual just regular putting holes or windmills like you see on typical mini golf courses. So we're trying to to both appeal to golfers and non-golfers. And what's the website? Our website's bigshotsgolf.com. That's pretty easy. All right. One of the things you said on the website that I was impressed with, if our team doesn't feel like big shots, how can we expect our guests to be? I was very impressed with that. I think that's really good. Yeah, I, I prior to getting here at Big Shots Golf, and I've been here about two years, I was a, a restaurant consultant and a, a speaker for about 20 years, and I also owned a number of sandwich franchises. And so what, what I learned way back when is we really have to make our team members feel important to make our guests feel important. And I, and I think one of the things I'm most proud of here is we are probably one of the few restaurant or hospitality companies that have an employee loyalty program. Hmm. And so we have a, we have a system where we can incentivize our staff, whether it's, you know, the retention bonuses or it's, Hey, everybody, we're going to start selling memberships and you guys get rewarded with points to sell memberships. And, right. and it becomes a, you know, an incentive for them or a recognition currency uh, because we, we know we have to make our team feel like big shots so that they'll understand how to make the guests feel like big shots and, I think the coolest thing we do, if you ever come to our opening, and we'll do this in Pooler, Georgia, for sure, is the first hour that everybody works for us, they're a guest. So hmm. in a new opening, we're going to have 180 people playing golf, putting, eating our food. We want to make them feel like a guest first thing so that they understand what we're trying to do. And that continues on even as the venues open that first hour of employment with us, you're a guest. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really cool idea. So are there memberships? Are there leagues? I mean, tell us a little bit more about we, that. Sure. Yeah, we, um, we, we do have corporate memberships right now. We're launching individual memberships here uh, March 1st in our existing venue. So obviously by the time Cooler opens, all those things will be available. Right. And, you know, if you can imagine, it's like a range program, like a, a player improvement program, you know, 99 bucks a month. And you can come in Monday to Thursday, anytime up to two hours a day. Uh, Friday till five, Saturday and Sunday till noon. So, you know, for a hundred bucks a, a month, you can come in there and practice a lot. Um, corporate, obviously you can bring your team in there. The The cool thing is we just started leagues and um, we actually have a facility up at Firestone Country Club. Uh, they have a public nine hole golf course up there that we converted the range into a big shots. And we actually have 22 teams a night, three nights a week playing in our league. So uh, those are, those are a little more for the serious golfers, but you know, people are out there having fun, right. eating some great food, sharing some social time with their friends and, and, and their scrambles. So, you know, again, it's, it's 15 degrees in Akron, Ohio right now. And we've got <laughs> the facility packed because, you know, you got heaters and you got swing juice there for people to uh, enjoy a little bit while they're, while they're practicing and playing and having a great time. Yeah. And I like what you're doing uh, in Texas that you're teaming up with the first tee program. I mean, that is just a great organization. Uh, I was involved in one up in Raleigh and involved a little bit in the one down here. Uh, but that's just a great place to start and get with the kids 
who have their parents come with them to see how much fun they're having. Yeah, that, that Naples facility that we're going to do is going to be really special because if you can imagine the big shots there with putting out front right next door to us with our range extended, right. you have first tee there. So the kids can use our facility and the TrackMan data as part of their program, but they're they're kind of separated from us. And then you can walk right out the door and play a you know, par 44, 12-hole short course. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it really is. Well, TJ, thanks for being with us. We appreciate your time and uh, can't wait for Pooler to open in our market. Uh, maybe there'll be some more where our listening areas are. But uh, thanks for being yeah. with us. Can't wait to be there. Thanks for having me, Rich. All right, TJ Shire with uh, Big Shots. So uh, take a look and see what they're doing. They're coming soon to you and to other locations. Our next guest will help you understand why we all need to get fitted for our next set of clubs. There's a lot of reasons for that. Hopefully it will improve your game. Definitely will be with the right clubs. And speaking of right, what are you thinking about for dinner tonight? How about CJ's Italian Restaurant? Check out their monthly specials, which are created by the local elementary schools. And if you order those, the schools get part of the proceeds. The food is made in the kitchen from scratch every morning, including the pizza doughs, the breads, the sauces, the dressings. Produce is delivered fresh and prepared daily. They're doing that as we speak. And they take a lot of pride in their food and their great customer service. You can order, you can go in and eat there, which is great. Very eclectic decor that Ava and Graham have put together. And uh, you can also order by calling in. And you can also have DoorDash deliver if you don't want to go over there. But they've got everything set up to serve you, to give you some of the best pizza, especially their deep dish. But their thin crust and cauliflower crust is also good. Cheese bread like no other. Breadsticks, again, the same thing. So you got to check it out. CJ'sItalianRestaurant.com. This is Steve Wilmot, Tournament Director of the RBC Heritage. You're listening to the Back Nine Boys. And welcome back. I'm Rich Stiles. Glad you're with us. Our next guest has been fitting golfers for over 25 years with Mizuno Golf. And I want to welcome Bill Price to the show. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, good morning, Rich. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Uh, it was great to uh, be with you last week at the uh, PGA show, although the day that we played was a little chilly in Florida. Yeah, it was not uh, the normal Florida weather that we're accustomed to, but it was a, it was a great time. Love yeah, the company. I, I did too. So, Bill, what is the biggest misconception about getting fitted? Yeah, it's interesting. We were having a conversation down there on the golf course, and I think, I think the biggest misconception that people think about is that they're not good enough for a set of custom set of golf yeah. clubs. And I think, I think the issue is, is that, you know, my swing's not consistent enough. Um, you know, I can't, you know, I can't sit there and, and hit the, the, uh, the club face in a consistent way. Right. Um, I mean, all those types of things. And, and that's just not the case. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting where, club fitting actually helps the higher handicapper a little bit more than the lower handicapper because the lower handicapper has gotten to that point by, you know, trial and error and getting his equipment more dialed in where, you know, someone that's right coming to the game, they might not understand that there there's differences in between golf equipment models and, and, and stuff that you might want to look at. Right. And I think when somebody goes to get fitted and I'll speak from my experience, I mean, we try and be perfect in our swing uh, technique, you know, form, everything. And I, I think a lot of people don't like to see their swings, their stance on video. No, and I, w- I would agree with that. I mean, you know, if you're getting the, 
you know, it depends on where you're getting fit. You can get fit indoors and outdoors. I think, right. I think the issue is, is that, you know, the expectations are really, really high. And, you know, it's interesting. If you get a fitted set of golf clubs, that doesn't mean that you're not going to hit a bad golf shot anymore. What that right. means is, is that, you know, golf's a, a game of perfect misses, not perfect shots. And so what that does is that tightens up your misses. So it gives you an opportunity to hit more greens. If you hit more greens, you know, there's plenty of studies that, you know, um, the more greens that you hit, uh, the lower your scores go. Um, you get closer to the hole, those type things, get in the fairway more. So all those things breed confidence. But the problem is, is if you don't, if you don't know what you don't know, then you can't really change anything. And that's where, you know, if you're sitting there and, you know, you make a good golf swing and the golf ball, you know, gets a bad result. Well, the first thing that you look at, think, well, I made a bad golf swing, but right. it might not have been the golf swing. You might have got a bad result because the equipment was not suited for you. Ah, very good point. Um, but it obviously in the fittings, it becomes more of an education to find out really what you're doing right as well as what you can improve upon rather than saying what you're doing wrong. Oh, absolutely. Going into it. I mean, there's not, you know, every fitting that I've ever given over my many, many years, you're not doing everything wrong. Right. What you're doing is you're trying, you're trying to tighten up on some things. And now in, in club fitting, you know, club fitting is an art and science. And because there's so many different things out there now from, you know, from the science standpoint, you know, launch monitors, you have video, and you got, you know, you know, at Mizuno, we have our shaft optimizer that measures, you know, what the shaft is doing and what your line wall is doing and things like that. So, you know, now we have your know, baseline that we can sit there and, you know, these are tools that are that are basically they don't they don't care who you are. They don't care if you're male or you're female. They don't care if you're you know sheep shoot par or not, or if you're ten years old or seventy years old. They're just measuring devices to kind of get you and the fitter to kind of what path you want to get to. Yeah, and you said when you and I were talking, I was amazed at this statement. You said within three shots with a seven iron, you can tell me what shafts I need in every one of my clubs. Yeah, it's interesting. We developed this thing called a shaft optimizer. All our all our fitting fitting accounts have it, and it's basically, you know, <clears throat> while we developed it, you know, a number of years ago, was in the fitting process. The the most difficult and time consuming part of the fitting process has always been the shaft and the lie angle part of it. Right. You would hit off a plastic board, and you would get a get a lie angle, and those were the parts that were always difficult because the shaft is always changing. And there's always misconceptions about the shaft. And so people think that what you shoot determines what shaft you need. And hmm. that's the most farthest thing from the truth. What shaft you need is basically your club head speed. So you can be someone in your, in your you know, late 60s and be stronger because maybe, you, you, maybe you've you know, gone out and done some exercise and you're stronger than in your 40s. Right. And just because you're in the 60s, you always get those answers. Well, I'm getting a little older, so I need a senior shaft. And I'm sitting there going, so what's a senior shaft? I mean, that's a hmm. stereotype. And yeah. the problem is is that, you know, when someone thinks, oh, I need a senior shaft, well, that's, that's, that's a lightweight graphite. Well, the problem with that is maybe you have some club head speed and maybe you have, you know, some tempo in your golf swing and you need something a little bit heavier and a little bit firmer. And until you have anything to measure that, to know that, then it's just a pure guess. Yeah. Well, you were saying also that a senior shaft could also be the same weight or the same flexibility as a regular shaft, depending upon a lot of things. 
Yeah, that's probably the that's probably the main thing that's a difficult in the in the fitting world from the fact that you know all these shaft manufacturers make great products. It's right. It's not with that. It's just that you know they they sit there and they have to put a label on the shaft, which is called a shaft band. And so whatever that label says doesn't necessarily mean that's how the shaft performs underneath it. Okay. And and what I mean is you might have company A that makes a shaft that says 120 gram stiff, and you have company B that makes a shaft label that and it says 120 gram shaft. Those could be polar opposites because. Each shaft has what you call a bending profile. A bending profile is just how the shaft loads and unloads or bends and unbends. And every shaft has three sections to the shaft. They have what's underneath the grip. They have what's in the middle of the shaft. And they have what's at the tip of the shaft. And because of our swings, we're all different. And we're all different speeds and all different tempos. We bend those shafts differently depending on who we are in the golf swing. And until you know what those are or something that can actually label those or catalog those, right. it is really difficult for a fitter because the only thing they can pull off of is what the label says. They don't know what's underneath the hood until right. they start hitting you know, launch monitors and all this. And in some instances, you know, law of diminished returns happens. You get too tired and, and things start unraveling. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you'll see one of your buddies playing and he's got this shaft at this gram. And you say, well, look, I'm just going to order one of those because if I get that, I'll be able to hit it further than what I can with the current one that I have, which may not be true. No, you're exactly right. That's a great example. I mean, I, where I see it all the time is, I, I mean, it's amazing. I will. So the problem is, is that people always try to compare themselves to tour players, right? what their clubhead speed is. And, you know, the average tour player's seven iron clubhead speed is 92 miles an hour. And, you know, we've done, we've done studies with our, you know, with our shaft optimizer that we've gathered over, over a million golf swings of seven irons. And so we know the average clubhead speed of a seven iron globally is right around 80 miles an hour. So when someone sits here and says, hey, I'm at 85 miles an hour, is that good or bad? But they're always comparing it to a tour player. Well, it's, you're still moving it. I mean, 85 miles an hour is still moving it. And so what happens is as you get older – and let's say, like you said, in your mid-60s, and all of a sudden you go through something and someone sits there, maybe you're 93 miles an hour. And you could be, I've seen many people in their 60s are 93 miles an hour with their 7 iron. Right. And so what happens is maybe they get in, fit into a golf club that says S on the shaft fan or maybe X on the shaft fan. But this individual shoots 90. So they go through a fitting and they you know, get a shaft that says extra stiff on it. Well, the reason they have extra stiff is not because they're 60 or 65. It's because of their clubhead speed's 93 and 94 miles an hour. Right. And, and so what happens is they go through a fitting. They're probably gone. Their set of golf club shafts have probably always been too weak form, really flexible, and they're very inconsistent. Now they get a shaft that's a little bit more consistent, and all of a sudden they, they buy into it through the fitting process. They see the results. They buy that set of golf clubs. Right. Saturday morning, the first thing that they're going to do when they go <laughs> to the rest of their group, the group looks at him and says, well, how'd your fitting go? And they went, great. And then one of their buddies sits there and go, well, let me see what you got. The first thing they look at is the shaft and see what flex it is. Exactly. And then they sit there and go, Bob, you can't, you, well, you can't hit a, uh, a, an X flex. Who fits you in this? It's wrong. That's a tour player golf club. Right, right. 
that's and that's ludicrous. That's just that's so far from the truth. Yeah, but it also shows that you know we we do care very much what the guys we play with feel and say and think about how we're swinging, how we're playing, how we score. And as you just said, more importantly, what clubs we have and what flex we have in our shafts. Oh, absolutely. And that's why we've come up with our shaft optimizer. Right. The fact that, you know, literally, like I said, it's a device that measures things. I mean, it has, it has gyros in it. It has, it's really a mini computer. And so what happens is the person hits it and we don't care where the ball goes because it's not measuring the ball. Launch monitors measure the ball. Right. All this is measuring the shaft and unload of the shaft. And so it'll get your miles per hour. It will get, you know, it'll measure your tempo. It will measure, you know, how the shaft's bending down and bending forward. It will it'll measure how, when and when and where the shaft releases. It'll measure your lie angle. It'll do, it'll do a tack angle of the iron. It will do a shaft lean. This is all at impact. And it does it regardless. And... So what happens is we have our patented software that has mapped all these shafts and you can three swings and what it will do is it'll rank these shafts. So to your point in three swings, I can give you a starting point for an iron shaft, a driver shaft, a hybrid shaft. I can get your set makeup. I can get your lie angle. Um, I can, and also I, I can map out a starting point for a golf ball. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's incredible. How often bill should people get fitted? You know, that's a great question, too, Rich. I mean, it's interesting. Um, I think you should check your you should check your golf clubs, you know, certainly your grips every year. Certainly, you know, get someone to check your lying every year. Because, you know, as you, as you when you hit on mats, you know, your lying will actually flatten over time, depending on what clubs you have. Right. You always want to kind of go in and do the maintenance, you know, beginning of the season to, hey, you know, look and see my shafts, get some things, you know, get on a launch monitor, get some numbers, kind of see, you know, you might have progressed because maybe on the wintertime you, you start doing an exercise program and all of a sudden, you know, you've gotten a lot stronger and some things might change. Some things don't change. Like, you know, your grip size is probably not going to ever change unless you develop arthritis or something like that. Right. Um, your length will probably never change unless, um, you've had an injury or something like that, maybe a back injury, and you may maybe lead a longer golf club to stand a little bit taller. But, you know, as, as adults, our hands aren't growing bigger. We're not getting taller. So if you're fitted into the proper length and then you get into, you know, kind of a grip, that's not going to change over time. Um, shaft might, depending on, like you said, an exercise thing. Right. Um, but it might not. So, you know, you always want to, first of all, get your set of golf Fitted. That's the first thing. You should right. never go start playing this game and just you know pick a set off the rack because the issue there is is not only what model do I play, what spec do I play, but all of them say seven iron on them, have a seven on them. Right. I can tell you right now, you might go and have five different models, and under that seven is five different lofts. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Bill, we got to take a quick break, but i got a lot more to ask you. We'll be right back. Bill Price with Mizuno Golf, custom fitter for 25 years. We'll be back with more on the Back Nine Boys Golf Show. Yeah, this is Reese Jones, golf course designer. You're listening to Back Nine Boys. And welcome back. I'm Rich Stiles. Uh, we're with Bill Price, Mizuno Golf, a fitter. Uh, Bill, what causes thin and fat shots? Now, I'm going to ask you this because I had that when you and I played a lot, unfortunately. Is it ball position? Is it swing speed? Is it not completing your back? I mean, I, there's just a lot of things, but what really causes that? 
Yeah, I guess it's two different things. So let's address the thin shot. Okay. Thin shot, all that means is that you are coming up out of your posture. So okay. you are, if you are hitting it thin, then as, as you're coming into the golf ball, then what happens is you're lifting up, and as you're lifting up, you're hitting, you know, higher up in the golf ball, more toward the equator, and then you're hitting a thin shot. So, I mean, typically what that allows is that someone – they might not be completing their backswing. You know, they're they're very short and fast, and then they're you know they're trying to right. Often always lengthens into the shot, so they'll hit it thin. The fat one's the opposite. The fat one is you're basically the golf club is lengthening. So what happens is a lot of times, same thing can happen is you stay down a little bit longer, or you stop your rotation, and your hands kind of go into the ground instead of keeping that rotation forward. So, um, you know, it's also it's it's interesting, you know. If your golf clubs are too long for you, a lot of times you'll you'll hit them fat, and if your golf clubs are too short for you, you'll hit them thin too. Right, so, right. and you know, and so you're you're always adjusting your swing to your piece of equipment. And so, whether you're hitting your driver, your seven iron, or your pitching wedge, or your any wedges, your posture should be about the same. So that's why you have to make sure that you get you know someone to look at your at your uh, posture. And to make sure you get the you know the correct length golf club because you know your length of your golf club is predicated on a couple things one squareness of hit at impact but also it's your it's your height and also your arm length you know so let's say you've got two people that are six feet tall and one guy has shorter arms and one guy has longer arms but they're both six feet tall as they are put into an athletic position one of those individuals' arms are being closer to the ground than the other one. So they're going to have to right. have two different lengths right. of clubs yeah. if they're both six feet tall. So exactly. it really depends on what that. And so that, the right length of golf club gives you a square of hit, allows you to stay in your posture, also helps your lying on and all those type of things. So that's why, that's why you know, it, it's interesting equipment. You know, the marriage between your motion of your golf swing and equipment is what club is all about. Yeah. Uh, because like you said, a hip turn or grip or shift has never hit a golf ball. The only thing that makes contact with a golf ball is the golf club in your hand. Gotcha. You better make sure that it's part of the equation and it's right. All right. What are the most common mistakes that you see and have seen over the years uh, that golfers, amateur golfers, are making? I think the biggest thing is their expectations are too high. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's interesting – I don't think I don't think a lot of people really understand how far, you know, 250 yards is or 200 yards is uh, in the air. Uh, I think where, you know, you basically have to, you know, your driver is your is your distance golf club. Period. That's the one that's the first one that you're trying to get out there as far as you can. So it's a combination of carry and roll. Gotcha. Irons are are designed to get up in the air. And as they get up in the air, they're designed to come down at a steeper angle to hit the green and stay on the green. So it's more carry distance. And I, I think a lot of people look at it as they think that if the ball goes up in the air, that it's going to go shorter. <laughs> but it, it doesn't. You want the ball to go up in the air because, uh, like I've said plenty of times, there's no hazards up in the sky, so it's not going to be <laughs> in trouble up there. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think I think those are the, the problems that you get. I think when a guy sits there on his best day that he's ever, when all the stars have aligned and he's 150 yards and he's hit a seven iron 150 yards and 
every time when they do the range bond at 150 yards, they pull out a seven iron. Yeah. Because they expect that it's going to be go 150 yards every single time. But that perfect shot went 150 yards. So 98% of the time, they're always going to be short. Yeah. All right. We've got about a minute left. You work with Grayson Sig. You work with Keith Mitchell. You work with a lot of the pros. But Grayson and Keith both live here. Was it? What is it about, let's say, Grayson's game that makes him so good? You know, Grayson, it's not, you know, both, both of the guys have great, um, you know, if you look at their swings, they're a little bit different. Grayson likes to kind of move the ball right to left. Keith likes to move it left to right. Um, but, you know, both of them being Georgia boys, I mean, both of them, um, you know, Keith is a blade person, plays our 2-2-1s, Mizuno Pro 2-2-1s, and, our, and um, you know, Grayson is playing a little bit more of a forgiving golf club. Our JPX Tour, 9-2-3 Tour, which has got a little bit more cavity. Um, but both of them, you know, both of them are great ball strikers and, and, um, you know, that's why they're going to do extremely well on the tour. Yeah, you got it. Bill, thanks for being with us. Thanks for putting up with me last week. Always a pleasure to have you on the show and we definitely want to do it again. Thank you. Hey, thanks Rich. I appreciate it. All right. Bill Price with Mizuno and thank you for being with us on the back nine boys golf show. Take care. You've been listening to the Back Nine Boys Golf Show with Rich Styles. Go to backnineboys.com for all things golf whenever you want it. We'll be back next week with an all new Back Nine Boys at backnineboys.com.